0: Hello and welcome back to a special Christmas episode of Pursuing Call with me, your host, Tamara Plummer. Um, In the background, you might be picking up some jolly that is happening from my super. I hope that Lazaro, who cares for this building and cares for the people in it, is having an awesome time and wilding out. Uh, That's my prayer for Lazaro on this night But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on peace, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. The Gospel. Of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord my God and my Redeemer. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on peace and on earth, peace among those whom God favors. What I got struck with this evening as I listened to the gospel reading was this particular line among those whom he favors he meaning God will not will not touch that one right now who does God favor and if we take a second and read through this story just a quick moment we can learn about who god favors the main characters of this story a man who is engaged to a woman a not even a woman a child the most most um, Most scholars uh, think of Mary as about 15, so a teenager, a pregnant teenager, is about to be married to a man. And she is about to give birth. And they must travel far away from home to comply with the government's desire that they be counted to comply with the need for government to have continued for actually an occupying force to continue to occupy and um, be in control over an oppressed people. And that oppressed group of people is who God favors a young woman, out of wedlock, about to give birth. They get to their destination, much like many of those who travel across deserts and fields and rivers to come to countries like the United States of America, seeking something, more than where, where they came from. And so these people who end up in a town that is supposed to be their home but is not, cannot find room for them to sleep. And this innkeeper ends up just giving them a place that is the garage basically of the inn to go hang out with some animals in the back you'll hear some pinging I think I'm probably getting many a Merry Christmas right now from my colleagues across the world Um, but that is not the point of this sermon the point is this the first group of favored people are basically unhoused refugees who are not actually legally married. Then let's look at this story even more at the second group that is favored. The first people to become witnesses to the Messiah being born, to God being incarnated with us, are shepherds living in the fields, unhoused people, basically, who are forced to work out in fields with some smelly-ass sheep, because it don't smell good. If you have ever been to fields of sheep, while grass can have its own beautiful smell, all the manure that is produced by some sheep out in a field, And a bunch of shepherds who uh, probably don't have access to a lot of running water are also living in the fields. I remember hearing this story as a child, and I assumed the shepherds were just kind of hanging out with the sheep in the fields. Not that they were living in the fields. And they are keeping watch over their flock by night. So the second group of favored people are workers, hired hands, perhaps. Um, uh, What do we call them in in the pandemic? We called them, um, uh, the word was essential workers, and I just could not remember. So essential workers. But we have shepherds living in the fields. And they are shooketh by the angels of the Lord. And the angel says to these workers living in a field, do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing good news of great joy for all the people. This is the messenger, the one that is outside of the town in a field, trying to make an honest wage, caring for sheep. Let's continue the story. They then come back and not just are messengers for the town, they are also messengers for this mother. As much as we laud Mary often in Christian in Christianity for being this wonderfully compliant woman, I have met a few women and a few people, with uteruses that have given birth. And while there is great joy and good news of the birth of this child, there is also great fear because nobody knows what will happen next. They are then, it's one thing to bring a child to term or to bring a child to the birth But then there is another layer that is added that someone now has to raise that child. And that is a scary, scary thing, especially in a world that feels hard. It feels weighted. It feels uh, harmful. It feels dangerous. It feels in need of something that will make living here worth it. And on this night, we are told that God says that this world is worth it and that God will bring peace among those whom God favors. And the great theologian James Cone and so many theologians of liberation before him, after him and into the future have always told us that God favors those who have not been favored by powers and principalities. As I rode home on the train tonight, there were two men sleeping. And that is who God favors. So... If you are not in one of those groups, if you are in a more privileged position, it doesn't mean that God doesn't favor you. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you and God doesn't care for you. But maybe you aren't the most important part of the story. Maybe Somebody other than you is a being that God favors. Maybe the nature is who God favors, those sheep in the field. Maybe they have a message to share with you so that you too can join in the glory heavenly host of God. That you too can join in the good news. Maybe you don't actually know what the good news is until you take a moment to spend time with those whom God favors. The unmarried, teenage, pregnant person who is afraid but doing it anyway. The husband who sticks with her. The Shepherds who are living in the field, who are these people in your world? And how might you listen to what they have to say? Because maybe that is actually where the good news lives. I can't believe that I almost let y'all go before I talked about the last and most important favored person, being, that is, that this Messiah, this Savior, this Lord, is a child And not some privileged child in a castle somewhere who gets born to some rich parents. But it is a child that is wrapped in bands of cloth. Not even my nice little luxurious uh, baby set. And lying in a trough that feeds animals. Now, if we don't believe in a liberating God, when our God came to this earth out of wedlock to a teenage poor girl who had no place to stay and that that God be came to us as a child who ends up sleeping in a slop Oh. Let's talk about who God favors. Let's talk about who God favors. It makes me have chills when I think that our God said, I love you so much that I will come as a vulnerable being and you will have to care for me as I have cared for you. And yet I will grow into a full grown adult man And I will sacrifice my body for you to know that even death don't got nothing on God. And so if you are feeling unfavored right now, if you are feeling unloved, if you are feeling alone, If you are feeling isolated, if you are feeling like there is no hope in the world, I need you to know that the message of Christmas is not about some savior God uh, saving you from, from some sin because you are a human being. It is about a savior God that favors you, that loves you so much. That God came in the most vulnerable form, a child. So that you might know how much you are loved. And if you have an abundance of love and you know how much you are favored, if you have time to pass on that favor, pass on that love, pass on that hope to someone else. I pray that that is the gift that we give each other this Christmas season. And now I am done. Amen.